Father, we pray now that by your spirit, uh, you would continue to help us see by faith what Bruce now beholds by sight. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, good morning, almost good afternoon, once again, to all of you. Thank you so much for being here today as we gather to give thanks to God for the life of Bruce Milton Scott. There has never been anyone in the world quite like him, and nor will there ever be, again, anyone quite like him. He really was, I think, the rarest kind of man that there is, wasn't he? He was solid in his convictions, and he was tender in his compassion. He was strong-willed, as we all knew, and soft-hearted as we all experienced. He was uncompromisingly principled and unbelievably generous, level-headed and open-handed. He was insightful and prayerful. We praise God for the life and the legacy of Bruce Scott. We celebrate this wonderful man today. We remember with gladness and with gratefulness all of the ways that all of us here and countless others were impacted and blessed by this one man. If that's you, let me hear you say amen. amen. We praise God for Bruce Scott. Mary, on behalf of this entire church, Mary, all of us here, I want to say how much we love you. And on behalf of the leadership of this church and the staff and the congregation, Thank you for sharing Bruce with us. We will always be in Bruce's debt and in your debt. And none of us feel this grief like you do. But we're here for you. To walk with you and to love on you and pray with you and bear this burden with you. We grieve with you today, Mary. And to all of Bruce's family. Uh, same for you. We know what a loss this is for you, what a heavy burden this is to bear. And so you're surrounded right now by people who are going to be praying for you. If you know anything about Truro, it's that you can't stop Truro from praying. <laughs> so um, you're stuck with us. We're going to be praying for you. I first met Bruce when I was in high school. I came uh, to church here, and Bruce was larger than life, larger than life. He was such a statesman here at the church but in every encounter I ever had with him, every time I ever talked with him, I knew that this was a man who knew Jesus deeply. He knew Jesus deeply. I've known many men who seem larger than life from a distance or who reach a status of, of statesmen. But some of those men, though they stand quite tall, actually don't go very deep. Bruce stood tall, and Bruce went deep. And I could tell that about him every time I was with him. As I've been thinking about Bruce this past week, a few memories have come to mind. One was fairly recent. Just a few months ago, Bruce had a little tumble here, uh, back there in the transept, towards the beginning of one of our services, and I didn't know about it until the next day. So I called Mary and, uh, to check in on them and check in on Bruce, and she put me on speakerphone. I got to talk with them. And uh, I kind of joked with Bruce, and I said something like, what happened, Bruce? 
uh, I'm so sorry you, you fell. Were you just slain in the spirit or something? And Bruce said back in his strong voice, he said, no, but I'll keep that on file. I <laughs> oh, was so good. Another memory is from when we, uh, he took me to lunch early on in my time here when I came back on staff eight and a half years ago. He took me over to the Espositos over near Fairfax High School. Uh, he drove me in his Volvo station wagon. It was a Volvo station wagon, right? Is that, is that right? And I did wonder several times between here and Fairfax High School, a mile away, if I'd make it back alive. <laughs> but as you can see, everything turned out fine. But he shared with me his testimony, his story of healing. We got it done in his life and his dreams for Truro and his dreams for me. Uh, he was such an encouragement to me. I'm going to miss Bruce so much. I'm going to miss Bruce so much. We gather to remember and to grieve, but as you've already heard, we gather to grieve with gospel hope. We actually are audacious enough to say with certainty that although Bruce's earthly life has ended, his eternal life continues right now in heaven. And we celebrate and rejoice that at this very moment, just as sure, I can say this, just as sure and solid as the bricks Bruce Scott built these transepts with, that he is alive with Jesus. Amen. Right now. Right now. Amen. Amen. How can I be sure of this? How can we be sure? Am I just saying this to make myself feel better? Am I just saying this to make us feel better? Can we know for certain that right now, at this very moment, he is alive with Jesus in heaven? Yes. Absolutely. And it has nothing at all to do with Bruce Scott. Nothing to do with any accomplishment or any trophy or any award. It has everything to do with Jesus Christ and what Jesus did and what Jesus accomplished and what Jesus earned for Bruce and for all who placed their trust in him like Bruce did. Bruce had lots of sayings. If you knew Bruce, he had a saying for everything. And they were all fantastic. I wish I could have sayings like Bruce Scott had sayings. But one of the sayings that Bruce Scott had um, was about foundations because Bruce Scott knew probably better than anybody in this room how important foundations were. And Bruce would say this in his deep, booming voice. If you get it wrong in the foundation, it'll follow you all the way to the roof. That's good, isn't it? You write that down. You should put some bumper stickers together. Hashtag Truro. If you... <laughs> If you get it wrong in the foundation, it'll follow you all the way to the roof. Well, Bruce had his foundation right. His life was built on Jesus Christ. Bruce knew that these words were true from the hymn. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. You want to know what made Bruce Scott who he was? It was Jesus. You can't even speak or think about Bruce Scott without speaking or thinking of Jesus. Jesus was that central to Bruce's life. He was that essential to everything about him. Jesus was Bruce's foundation, and because Bruce had his foundation right, it followed him all the way to his death and beyond. But don't take my word for it. Don't listen to me. I'm just a man. Listen to God's word. We heard it from John chapter 14 earlier when Jesus is talking with his disciples about he's going to go 
to his death and resurrection and ascension, when Jesus says pretty clearly, I go and prepare a place for you. I will come again, take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. And then, standing in for every single one of us here, including me, who seem to have a very hard time understanding Jesus, even when he's clear as day, Thomas blurts out, Lord, we don't know the way to where you're going. How can we know the way? And I love to imagine Jesus in that moment. He's fully God, so he fully loves Thomas, but he's also fully man, so he probably fully wants to strangle Thomas. And Jesus says to Thomas, Thomas, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Because Bruce Scott had placed his trust in the one who is the way, in the one who is the truth, and in the one who is the life, Bruce is alive forever. Bruce had placed his trust in Jesus. And so because of that, it meant, it meant that last Monday night, just before midnight, as he was breathing his last breath, Jesus took Bruce by the hand and said, Dear beloved child of God, come with me. No guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. So no power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand. So he returns or calls me home here in the power of Christ. I'll stand. That was Bruce's hope on this earth. And it was his hope at the moment of his death last Monday night. And it is his song for all eternity. Another memory has come to mind this week about Bruce. It was from when I was leading worship here for a very small service downstairs in the Undercroft. Again, just about eight and a half years ago when I'd come back on staff. I was sitting at a little upright piano down there, leading a couple of songs. And as the songs went on, I was absolutely certain that no one was into it. No one was singing along. I was certain they all hated the songs I had picked. I couldn't even bring myself to look up at their bored faces, uh, waiting for me to wrap up the boring song I was leading so they could finally sit down. And I was so sure of this, I was so sure the congregation wasn't into it that I actually cut the last song short. Uh, it was the song, Jesus Messiah. And uh, we hadn't sung the bridge yet or the last two or three or four or five or six choruses. So I decided just to have mercy on everybody in the room. I just, I just landed the musical plane. I played an F major chord and then something incredible happened. I had stopped singing. I had clearly stopped the song. Bruce kept singing. He kept singing his own song. He was making up a song of praise. He continued the song. He sang his own words. He made up his own melody. And I looked up and he had his hands in the air. And then everyone else started following Bruce. And everyone else started singing their own song and their own melody. And so did I. And I just started making up stuff in the key of F. And we must have continued singing spontaneous songs of praise for another five minutes or so. And then we were actually done. Because Bruce Scott knew and loved Jesus, his song continued even though the song had come to an end. And this is our hope today. Our certain hope. 
our absolute, unshakable gospel hope that because Bruce Scott knew and loved Jesus, his life in heaven continues now, even though his earthly life has come to an end. And this can be your hope too. This can be your certain hope if you build your life on the sure foundation, the cornerstone of Jesus Christ, and if you put your trust in him. And the one who is the resurrection and the life, and the one who Bruce now beholds face to face. And then one day, one day soon, we'll all gather around God's throne, and along with Bruce, we'll sing the song that never ends. So let's pray together. Father, we thank you for the gift of Bruce Scott. But infinitely more, we thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. The way, the truth, and the life. Shine the resurrection light of Jesus upon us, just as Bruce now is enveloped in that light in heaven. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.